0: Alright, so uh, I thought this week we'd tackle a, a difficult um, a difficult mitzvah we'll see how it goes it's the mitzvah of bris milah. the mitzvah is given to Avraham Avinu at the end of the sedra the ois bris, this is the the, the, the bris between Avraham Avinu and and the Rabbanish L'alim. this is obviously an extremely fundamental and basic idea Avinu is the mitzvah of milah is extremely fundamental to Yiddishkeit it's a ger, yes, a bismillah, every child at 8th has yes, a bismillah. So just try to understand some of the concepts behind it and it will, it will give us a very good window into Hirsch's understanding of symbology, of symbols, but also a very important basic hashkafa um, uh, and philosophy of Yiddishkeit that I think is very, very important and again, very fundamental. At least the first machzer of the sedges, we try to pick the, you know, a little bit more fundamental uh, ideas. So let's start with the introduction. Because the gives an introduction. First of all, the first introduction to the parish of Mila is that Avram was 99 years old. That's an introduction. Right? What does the Torah, you know, uh, got to tell us this? Okay? Avram was 99 years old. There's an important point here that the Torah is trying to make in telling us Avram Avinu's age. Number one, Avram Avinu, up until this point, was a pretty good guy by all accounts. He was a person who was... Uh, Abba Chesed, a moral person, he had a lot of influence, he was a, Avinu was a good guy, you would look at him, non-Jewish world, he would get man of the year, he was a very, very good person, and so you might think, that's enough, right, that's enough, you're a good guy, be a good person, and that's enough, no, he's still, there's still more, it's, you have to go in front of me, be complete, and whatever, the myths of Mila, whatever that's going to that's gonna include. But just being a good person, you know, it's, you see nowadays, you know, what do you need religion for? Just be a good moral person, be a good guy. That That's 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 a prerequisite maybe. You have to, you know, be a good person maybe before you could be a good yid, or at least it's built on being a good person. But the idea that you could be a good person independent of the tar, that's, that's false. That's, uh, you 99. But at the same time, at the same time, at the same time that the, the pasuk is saying here is, is, that you need to first be an Avraham Avinu, then you'll get the bris. The bris, you now the bris isn't a result. The bris is a continuation. But you also, it's 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 uh, right. First, acquire all the humane virtues. Only then can you become a Jew. Right. On the other hand, if you're not a Jew, then you're not gonna. You, know, you need to first be an Avraham and then you get the bris. You can't you can't have one without the other. You can't have a. You can't get the bris without first being an Avraham uh, Hashem didn't give the bris to anyone else. because not have made it to thousands of, of people out there in the world. They're not getting the brist. Avram Avinu, who was who was, a, who was, obviously someone who was very special, Avram Ch- Hashem tells <laughs> him lech lecha, he's the one who got the brist. But at the same time, just everything we know about Avram until that point was not enough. Again, Avram until that point has a tremendous, he had a tremendous, uh, you know, Hashem interacts with him with the entire lech lecha, he even gives him the bris, but ultimately, it's uh, it's uh, that's only a prerequisite, but ultimately uh, the idea of the Bris of takes things to a next step. But let's we'll flesh these things out as we go. So the introduction to Brasmila comes with the following words. <speaking in Hebrew> these are this is the this is the introduction to Brasmila. I am Kel Shakai, <speaking> Fanai <in Hebrew> And so the 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 theme that heard discusses over here. What, is, what does this mean, Kel Shakai? What does it mean that Hashem is a Kel Shakai? You know, right? There's a lot of different names that we have for the the for Hashem. Um, Kel Shakai, So, again, according to Chazal, and according to even the dicta probably it makes the most sense, is it comes from, it's a composite of the word Sheh Right? Dai means enough. Hashem is shedai, the one who is enough. The one who is enough. What does that mean? So Chazal actually gives us two different ideas. Number one is... Is that Hashem said Ani la dai? In other words, the Chazal say like you know, the world was constantly expanding. Until Hashem said die. that's the first thing. And the other one is is Ani hu The world, the world is uh, you know uh, my the, the is you know the world is not enough for it. But dai In other words, I'm also enough for the world. The world doesn't need anything other than me. I am beyond the world, but the world itself is, uh, is all, the, all the world needs is me. Right, let's, 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 let's see what that means. Number one Hashem said, La Hashem, what does that mean? That means that Hashem places limitations on everything in the world. Hashem creates everything. Hashem created the world. And people look at it and they say, Look at the world today. We don't see God because the world is just going on autopilot, so to speak. And yet, that's almost the greatest sign of a God. I mean, if the world just kind of happened and things were happening, then why did it stop? Why does stop? Why are everything, every right? the planet's moved and shifted and this? Where is it now? Yeah, we see little changes within the laws of nature, but like, what happened? Right? The Rebbe came and said, Die. That's what happened. The world, right? And, and, and uh, it's amazing. He says this in a few different contexts. He said it just recently with the whole Arty Cell thing. Know, it's not important, but he said that he was reading a book. Nothing to do with God, nothing to do with religion. He was talking about the, the human cell. There's this big debate amongst the biologists what's the most important part of a cell? This, the nucleus, the blood. And, and this guy was making the argument. He says the most important part of the cell is the membrane. Right? That's the that's the, the you know the thing that surrounds the cell. That's the thing that because without without having a clearly defined border, then you're not a cell. You're just a bunch of mush. Without having that border, without having that limit. So, but Rabbi Shalom placing limits on things. What Rabbi Shalom is saying is this is what I'm creating, and this is where you stop. This is the limits of the laws of physics. We're containing. Hashem created all this energy and power, and it's limited. Every creation has a limit. Every animal, every, every every plant, every inanimate thing has a limitation. The properties, the chemical properties of things, the behavioral properties of things. This is all the Rabbani Shalom placing limitation. He created, he was bara, but ultimately, he said die. He places limitations on everything. But the Rabbani Shalom is also... In other words, it's also, it's not that the Rebbein you know, you know, there's like the idea of like pantheism, right? Where like the contained himself into this world. The is like, he created a world and now the world is the There's such a concept and uh, we we'll don't have to get into these uh, ridiculous uh, deists. But the idea of the Shal, you know, we have the world here and like, the is above and beyond the world and is not contained or limited by the world in any way. The Shalom created the world, and the world is all his. He's the Mechay Meishel But in no way does that limit the Shalom. So the Shalom is a person of limitless freedom and capacity. The Shalom is omnipotent, can do anything without any limitation. And that's what it means, die. But at the same time, he was also die, he placed limits on things in the world. And so it's the Kel Shaka is the Rebbein Shalom who is a creator, who has limitless power and freedom, but at the same time, in the creation that he made, place tremendous amount of limitation so in creation there's a positive sense of creating the Rosh Hashanah made a tremendous great amount of things but he also placed limits on those things now let's just like let's just give like an example of in like chemistry right you have Hashem creates gold gold is an amazing conductor of electricity gold has the properties of you know when you melt it it turns this I mean, but, but, but gold also has a limitation gold is not wood you, you light gold it's not going to heat up your home right you can't build a house made out of gold because it's pretty soft Right? There's, there's, there's the positive elements of, uh, no pun intended, of the gold, but there's also the limitations that are placed. Every animal, an animal has a tremendous amount of, 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 of positive traits, the laws of biology, you study them, the things that it eats, how its body works, how it protects itself, everything about it, but there's also limitations. This animal is... Right. And when our Hirsch discusses in Boracious, we didn't get into this. The growth of a person, I don't think anyone can explain why it's stops or anything. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't this, is, think anyone exactly. this is this is this is the world of Dai. This is the world of Hashem placing these limits. You know, in, in, in the 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 Rav Hirsch, in Parshus Boracious refers to this more generally as the law of Lamina. Right? Hashem created everything lamina Every creation is to its own species Everything Hashem creates You're never going to see a, a maple tree That's going to you know, um, pollinate with a pine tree Everything has its limits And stays within those limits That's the, that's the world of die. Now the Rosh Hashem created people With the same exact capacity There's the positive elements of a person And then there's also the limitations The human being is unique In that the human being can actually Violate those limits That's what, what, what we call When a person violates those limits We call it an avera he passed over those limits. If we had no free will, if human beings were like animals, then it would be impossible for us to marry an Asha It would be impossible. Because Rabbi Shalom, right, an animal, you'll never see a, a lion, you know, uh, being a mazana with an elephant. Right? It won't happen because Rabbi Shalm placed a law, a nature into the animals, and it's limited, and this is where it's going to go. A human being also has limits. The limits are what it can do, what it can eat, what it... But, but we have the freedom to surpass it. We have the freedom to go beyond those limits And we are given the commandment To use our free will to stay within those limits right? And so that's what it means tamim. Walk in front of me Keep the Rebbein Shalom Walk together Or have their Rebbein Shalom be in front of you And follow him be What is whole? What does it mean to be Tamim? Right? A mum is not allowed to have a missing leg That's a mum. But if it has an extra leg it's also a mum. It can't have extra limbs either right? Tamim means a person who's complete, not only that it doesn't have flaws, but it also, within what it has, it's actually full as well. It's complete, it's it's, it's wholesome, it's a person who's complete. The word Tamim also means, you know, destruction, right? You could be Tam Kalada, right? Tam could also be cessation, because... In order to have be complete, you also means that means you get rid of everything else. If your person has everything, then he's nothing. If I love everyone, right? The, yeah, you have to love all human beings. Well, if you love everyone, then you love no one because right? You don't love your kids if you love everyone. This is a big problem with these universalists. They don't right, you, They can't justify you know the idea of being particular of a chosen nation. Right? Yeah, we love love all people. Well, no, because if you love everyone, then then that's worthless because what's the definition of love? Right? So anytime you're you're, you're tamim, Anytime, that's by, by definition. You're also excluding other things, and so tamim is the idea of, of of embracing and doing everything correct, but within those limitations. So the introduction of the, of the mitzvah of Mila is Hashem is kel shaki. Hashem is the one that placed those limits, and He's telling everyone, You need to walk in front of me. Walk his is hispa, right? It means you have to walk and keep me in your in, in your in your sights, and be You should be tamim. Tum is a person who's complete without anything extra, but he's also living up to the limits of of, of, of his existence, and that's the introduction to the bris mila. And so, so, uh, so, so, what is brismila? So, the mitzvah of mila is also interesting. Is that the the, the what Hashem is getting at this bris? If you look at it, it's a very physical bris, right? Then the brisim even ena'cha, the arba ischa, I'm going to multiply you. Right? I'm, going to give you, right, I'm going to give you the Right, I'm going to give you the right? The bris is coming at a point where the Rebbeinu is promising the future, right, physical success of Rebbeinu. And so it makes sense if her she says to look in the realm of the physical. Now, he brings down the Rambam, which talks about bris We mentioned this in the 19 letters. Is has a physical ramification of. Of of curving curving a person's libido and making it you know less uh, less of a baltaiva so to speak, and the first says okay there's a physical discussion you could have over there but that's not that's not necessary because in the world of avreich the, the mitzvahs are symbols you're symbolically expressing a certain idea your mamash making an ice on your body expressing a certain idea what are you doing so so first says says a, 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 um, he says to be mul comes from the word mul mul means to, go, to be against, right? I'm mul you, I'm opposite you. So it says, mul, of course, it involves a mitzvah of being kairis. We find the word kairis, a tikhra, as says, al-Asbina. But he says, the word mila is used primarily not to cut something off, but to place a limitation, to be mul, to put a stop and say, ad That's mul, right? What is Arla. Arla is something which is out of control. Orlas, Halei, the person that can't control his mouth. Arla's, uh, right? This is Arla. Arla's, so the Arla's Habasa represents the idea of a person's physical body being out of his control. A person just, you know, living Kishriya's uh, Liboy. He's going to follow after his Taiva. If it looks good, if it tastes good, if it feels good, then we have to go ahead and do it. That's Arla's Basar. Arla's Basar means it's Basar which is out of control. And Mila comes ahead and places a limitation and says, Adkan. There's a limit to the things that you can do. And again, in, obviously in the realm of, of, of bris brismila, but it's not just in the realm of arayis, it's in the general realm of a person being in this world, of placing a limitation and saying, Adkan, this is it. And that's what the brismila represents. We're koiris the arla, which means that we're placing a limitation, and we're saying that until this point we can go, but past it we're not going to go. And that's what the bris is. And that is the idea of Tama. But, but this is very interesting, because because Avraham Avinu, according to the Gemara, was only given the mitzvahs Mila. There's a second half of the bris, which is the mitzvah of Priya. Now, what's Priya? Priya is, to, without getting too graphic, is to be Megalat HaTorah. You peel back the, 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 the skin and be Megalat HaTorah, which seems to be almost the exact opposite of Mila, right? Instead of placing a limit, you're actually being Megala something. You're, you're freeing it. And the it says, and that's the second half of the equation. So you place a limitation and we say, until the, right, you can't go past this point, this erva, this woman, this type of food, this kind of behavior, that's khan. But within those limits, a person should thrive and grow. The mitzvah of Mila is Mila, yes, but also priya. Tamim is not enough to just not have, you know, you can't have something extra, but you also, it's baltaysef and baltigra. There's don't do two more, but don't do less. Right? And that's why an- Arai is our in the Torah, but so is Sirus. So is, right, the idea of not getting... There's a mitzvah of pruravu, there's the positive element. Now, a Avinu were coming after a dar of, of 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 dar of the Mabel, where people were corrupted, and most of the zayim misves B'nai Noach are loisasez. Well, they're all actually loisasez. The mitzvah of dinim is really, uh, you know, to be done on the other ones. So it's really right the corruption of that generation of the dar Mabel, right? Was hishkes kabbosay? They were morally, they were stealing, so they were being they were they were going over the limits, and so the mitzvah ta Avinu was in the first sense, let's put a limit. Let's not do certain behaviors. Finally, when we get to Tyra and we're starting to give now a positive expression. We come into Eretz Yisrael. That was when we got the Mistress of Priya. We come into Eretz Yisrael now. All of a sudden, it's not just, you know, we're actually living in a society. We're creating a world, and we're, we're engaging in this world. That's where the Mistress of Priya comes in. That it's not enough to just say, don't do, don't do, don't do. But you also have to do. Within the limits that Hashem says, Hashem says, don't eat the following things. But within the things that you're allowed to eat, to embrace it and do it in a way that the their Menushan wants. There's the Laissa say in the Assei, the, the Surmerava Assei Taif. The first writes this by the Mishkan, where the, where, where the Kalim of the Mishkan, let's say the Uren in particular, was ase Shitim. It was wood. It was a wooden Shitim, But it was plated with gold. It was actually three different boxes. In the one was gold, out of one was gold. What is that? What's the idea? Again, the idea of, of, of wood. Symbolizes growth in a positive sense. Trees are the largest things in the world; they just keep on growing. That's positive, growing, doing. But metal—that's something which is hard and rigid, and it's and it's purified. It's supposed to be free from any impurity. That represents the moral, the moral boundaries of a person. You can grow and be a positive, but it has to be within the limits that are placed by the gold. There's the and like it's it's like you know in our in our society today. I want to get into I'm not, I don't need a you know. Um, You know, uh, sit there and editorialize over here, but like, number one, on the one hand, we're we're, you know there's a big focus on negative, right? We're very you know doing all these things that are usser, but without expressing right, being usser is a very one very important part of the equation. What we're not allowed to do, but the idea of within the limits of what we're not allowed to do, that we should be expressing and doing things positive, that's that sometimes gets ignored, and all the don't do's and don't do's. Well, what what are we supposed to do? Right? And sometimes, Fakert, by focusing, Rav Hirsch says this by machshavas, by machshavas zaris. So it's interesting is that an ayla is brought for not doing a mitzvah saseh. If a person is over on an ase, he brings an ayla. Because right? an ayla, for what, however, we're not, well. maybe we'll get into an avayikra. an ayla expresses the idea that you were supposed to do something and you didn't do it. You bring an ayla if you were supposed to and you didn't do it. But one of the things that's included in ayla is machshavas zaris. Is also an ayla. Right? If a person has their hurim asurim, you also bring an ayla. Claire Hurma falls under the realm of That's, right. You did something that you weren't supposed to do instead of not doing something you are supposed to do. But what it first says is that, particularly when it comes to machshavez, is that the reason why you had these herhurm roem is because you didn't have Haruram Tayo. is that it's, it was a concern in you not thinking positive and not thinking about the right things, well then what's going to happen is your brain's going to start being filled with the wrong things. So the idea of, of having a positive vision for what life is, if your life is, is defined by what you're not supposed to do, it's like, you know, like in politics, so you, you talk about like the Republican Party, you know, as long as they were like the communists, so you were like the anti-communists, so like you had, you know, everyone was nervous that after you know, the Roe versus Wade decision was overturned, how are Republicans gonna win elections? Like they're defined by what they're not. Oh, we're anti this, we're not gonna do this. But do you actually have a positive vision for what you wanna do? The Torah says yes, a very, very important part of the Torah is, is limitation. But within those limits, there has to be a positive expression—the idea of of positively, you're doing something in this world within the limits of what you're not allowed to do. So you know, it's it's not, not, you know, not the, I, I used to I got in trouble when I said this. I hope uh, I hope you'll excuse me. I don't know if you could disagree with me if you want, but you know, we talk a lot about the women have to dress sneeze, but it's probably I don't know equally. But the idea of not dressing like a like a, a schlock is also an, an important part, right? It doesn't mean that you, you should look disgusting. Take care, Take care of yourself. What? It's like the, positive, the positive Right, there like has a to unit. be You I think yeah, you, you, you should be Right You don't have to, There's no concept Of a family unit Of being a normal Yeah, family. exactly So, so there's the idea, idea of, of, the yeah. problem, just What? The <laughs> we're just, just we're like, Okay, again I'm not here I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to practical You know, it's it's a difficult balance But, you know What? I'm surprised you went against that Went against what? You said You said that people went against it? said You said that yeah, yeah well, I probably said I didn't say it as nice as I said it this time, but uh, you know. But again, this is you know, the ideal. Like I remember, I was once, I was I was once visiting a camp. It was like more of one of the yeshivish camps, and there was a guy there that was not from part of the camp. He says all the women here were all black. And I was like all black. is like all right. I'm not going to get into styles. I don't care. But the idea of, of of having a positive a family life of the positive elements of family of the positive, you know. You know, in Chinuch, the idea of people, you know, people change by feeling good, even if, you're, even if you're trying to control bad behavior. But you need to have a way to feel good about it. You can change when you feel good about something. If <laughs> a certain behavior is, is made you to feel is positive, that's, that's a very, very important step that we sometimes forget. The, 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 but what's interesting also is that, on the opposite, is in my sense, when people talk about the Nasirinus of America, you know, we're richer than we ever were, and with it. The Nakuda that I find, again, this is my own personal observation, is that what, what I see today, um, you know, are we richer now than we ever were? I don't know. Relatively speaking, I don't know. There were times that we were pretty successful in, in plenty of countries. I don't know. Maybe we were. I don't know. But what seems to define the Amer- modern era, and this was always kind of an issue in America, but it's gotten to the point where it's out of control, is the fact that we, we have no limitations. Right, all the uh, we, there's there's people love to be positive and freedom and rights and everything in a very positive sense, but without any limiting factor. I mean, we're not even limited. We used to be limited by the community that we were born into, right? You, they called you a prisoner of birth. You were, you couldn't go anywhere. A chayim actually meant something. There was nowhere to go. If you couldn't, you couldn't just like travel out of the town. The chance that you'd be led you, you know, there was quotas. How many people could live in places? The shetul. You had the rav. You had the shul. You had the rules. They were actually enforceable very often by government. There was you were limited. You, will, you lived within a certain framework. And within that framework, hopefully, you were able to thrive. But there was a framework. Today, you're not even limited by your gender that you were born with. Like, you, there's nothing, the idea of a limit, the idea that you can't do something, that something is, doesn't exist. Money is, is just, is just creates the idea that you don't have limits. You can have money now, that, which gives you, you could do anything. You could go anywhere, pay for anyone to do anything for you. We, we live in a world, and, and a world without limits is a world that's, that makes people crazy. You can't. You can't. If you don't have the limits, you lose your mind. The limits are even artificial, but certainly the limits of the Torah create a framework within which you need to thrive. If you if you're living limitless, if you don't have anything which is telling you. This is what I'm doing, and this is what I'm not doing. Then you, you just, you know, you just go nuts. And say, yeah, you can do anything. And this is where it was time management. We have so much that we want to do. I read something. I read something very profound. They, they blame it on, on Warren Buffett, but you know, then again, you know, anytime, you know they blame you know, oh, Weinstein said this. All right, who knows? But uh, this, so that Warren Buffett's pilot asked him, you know, for advice about how to live and how to be successful. He said. He said, take a list of the 25 things that you want to do. The priority, the top 25 things that you want to accomplish, that you want to do, I don't know, music, family, job, this, whatever it is. is." He says, the top five is what you should focus on. Now you would think, okay, what about the next 20? All right, maybe when you're done the top five, focus on them, keep in mind. He says, the next 20, stay away from it. Don't even go near it. Right? He says... Those are the things that are lingering in the back of your mind. Oh, you know, okay, maybe I'll get into this. And they're going to prevent you from moving to your top five. If you're always keeping those in your mind, right? People have, we have projects that we want to do. We want to do this and this and this and this and this. But if we don't limit ourselves and say, hey, you're not going to do everything. You can't. There's, there's too many possibilities. You're not going to go everywhere. And, just, and you focus on the things that are actually, that's, that's an important, it's in general for your health and actually just being successful. If you're just running around doing everything, then you'll accomplish nothing. So this, the, the basis, the basis foundation like of the Torah. What? That's all I'm saying. Jack will master, master of none. Master of none. Exactly. Yeah. No, but it's like, it's, it's very interesting to me. Like, you know, let's say, let's say, you know, you always had an interest in learning an instrument. Right? So, now, to me, to become a nuclear physicist, I don't have to worry about that because I'm never, I no I'm not going to do it. But like to learn music, okay, maybe after I finish my safer, after I finish learning shots, after I finish this, and after I finish marrying with my children, so that lingers there, and that's taking up space and it's preventing you from actually flourishing in the areas that you want. Okay, there's was a, a chachma bagayim. But, but just the idea of, of two things, there's two sides of the coin. It's very interesting. It's, you know, all right, I'll skip that. But it's, 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 it's this two sides of the coin in Yiddishkeit. The basic idea of tamim is... Number one is, there are limits to what you can do. The Torah says, die. The Rebbein Shalom place limits on everything in the world. Human beings also have those limits. We have the freedom to go past those limits, but we're telling the Rebbein Shalom, limits. I'm sorry, you can do a lot of good things, you can eat a lot of things, you can, you know, business, you can do, but there's limitations to what you can do. This is where you can stop, you can't go past those things. I let you get married, but you can't marry the following woman, and even with your wife, under the following circumstances, you can't go past there, that's the limit. But up until that limit, the Torah actually gives us through mitzvahs, but also the general positive sense of actually living and embracing, which means the Mitzvah to get married, and to be with your family, to be with your wife, and to, to you know, to, again, I'm not going to get into the conversation about eating, and the, the, you know, whether you should enjoy life, and Chataif echel. but the idea of, of, this is very central to the philosophy of Rav is not only the Sur Meirah, but also the taif. There's the Mila and the Priya, there's the putting the limitations on human pleasure, but there's also embracing within the limits within the that Hashem gave, to embracing to live a full life, a complete life, and ultimately that is the, the bris, that the British Made. You have the non-Jews. Abba Shem gave him a couple of limits, but that's it. There is no positive expression. Kli Yisrael was given. When we came to Reitz Yisrael. Bimay Yeshu was where it was. Really, the idea of not only those limits, but also to positively express life and to live life and embrace life, um, you know, within those limits. There. Um,